The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done to get results like these. Enjoy this episode. I have a summer PE internship lined up and fall IB internship lined up. Want to make sure that I'm a well-rounded candidate for IB post-graduation from my MSF in May 2024. What other industries or firms would you recommend I look into for internship opportunities to round my experiences and make me the most attractive candidate? I mean, if you're working in PE, and so the summer PE internship, that's for this summer, right? That's for summer 2023? Yeah, Sam, that's for summer of 2023. And is that actual private equity firm or is that just a search fund or... It's a yeah, lower middle market private equity. Okay. So they invest in a portfolio of companies and they have like, Correct. honestly, I would say the most relevant experience you can have for investment banking is obviously one, investment banking, and then two, private equity. You've already checked both of those boxes. In terms of like other things that you can look into to make you a more attractive candidate, honestly, like you're not really missing anything, you know, maybe look for like an even bigger investment bank or bigger private equity firm. But like, also to be honest, your plan is to recruit for full-time at the end of summer 2023, I assume, right? When they start the full-time recruiting cycle for people who are graduating in May, 2024, you're going to go for that, right? So yeah, like off cycle. Well, not even off cycle. I'm just saying like, is your plan to return full-time to this private equity internship you're entering for the summer? No, no right? No. So so like at the end of your summer, around like early August-ish is when all these banks are going to do their full-time recruiting, right? So you need to be ready for when that time comes because those interviews will happen very quickly and the entire full-time recruiting process will happen probably starting, let's say mid to late August, and then they'll probably be done depending on the firm, September or latest October, right? So we're talking like a one to two month window. And that's what I will be preparing myself for if I were you right now, right? And to sure. be honest, okay. any other internship that you do past that time frame is probably not going to make that much of a difference anyway. You're going to go into that recruiting process with what you did over the summer. And then sure, you're going to have the upcoming fall internship as an incoming internship also listed on your resume. So that like helps a little bit, but you're not, for the most part, you're not going to have done it yet. Or maybe you'll be doing it as you're going through the recruiting process. So maybe it helps a little bit. And then like, whatever you do after that, probably not going to move the needle that much, right? And also hopefully like by then you've already secured an offer, right? Based on what you're describing, I don't think the priority at this point is to focus on like continuing to build your resume more. I think there's other more valuable things you could be doing when it comes to prepping for full-time recruiting. I guess one question I'll also ask you is like, this private equity firm they're going to be working for over the summer. Did you just get that? Actually, did you just get that recently or you already had that like a while ago? No, I, I just got it a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Do they give return offers? That would be my first question. I believe so. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's nothing written that they don't. Well, like, do, do any of their current full-time analysts come from their yeah, private summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, they answer the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First things first, like you have to make sure between now and when the internship starts, I would actually be, you know, I spend all of your time on this, but I would spend some of your time focusing on how to prep yourself to be like the best intern possible this summer. Because one of the most important things, if you're planning on recruiting for full-time is you have to make sure that you get one of the return offers, even if you have no intention of going back. Okay. Because every single firm that you interview with for full-time, one of the first questions they're going to ask you is, did you get a return offer from your summer internship? And so if your answer to that, and you can't really lie about it because it's easily verifiable, but like if your answer to that question is no, it's going to make your life a lot harder because now people are questioning like whether, why they should even hire you if your own firm wouldn't even bring you back. Right. Even if you have no intention of going back, you want to make sure. And, and this goes for everyone. Like if you guys have a summer internship and you have no intention of going back, you cannot let them know that. 
Daniel, he made that mistake where like he didn't want to return to the group that he was interning for. And so he was trying to maneuver his way to a different group at the firm that he was already at. And then he made that known. And so at the end of his summer, he didn't even get a return offer from his own group. And then he obviously also didn't get to go to a different group. And so he just had to recruit for full-time without an offer. And obviously he landed on his feet. He ended up at an even better bank. So we can laugh about it now, but there are a lot of people that don't get a return offer and then struggle with getting a full-time offer too, right? So anyway, that's first and foremost. When I say like prep the things that would increase the chances of you being a, the best intern in your class and getting a return offer, primarily going to come down to working on your Excel and your PowerPoint skills. Probably PowerPoint is even more, more, more important than Excel as an intern because it's rare that they're going to have you run the model for them or something like usually you're just playing more of a supporting role. But regardless of those are the two things you're going to be using the most, right? And then beyond that, I would say for full-time recruiting, it's going to, especially if your resume has enough relevant experience on, on already, then I would say most of the battle is going to come down to networking. Like even more so than your summer internship recruiting, because the way that full-time recruiting works, not every firm is going to do full-time recruiting. In fact, not every group is going to do full-time recruiting. So like the way the full-time recruiting process works is every single group is going to try to as much as possible fill their entire full-time class with just returning summer interns. So they're going to do that first. They give first dibs to their own interns. As long as their interns did like an above average job, usually they'll get a return offer. Right now, whatever spots don't get filled by their interns, whether it's because some of their interns weren't very good. So they made a bad hire, or maybe they did give a return offer, but then that intern chose to go somewhere else. So they turned down the offer. Then they're going to go out and do full-time recruiting to fill those spots. And each group will be running their own processes, right? So most of the time, I'll say all the time, but most of the time, full-time recruiting is not organized at like the firm wide level. It's like each group just runs their own processes. And if like 80 to 90%, usually like 80 to 90% of the offers have already been filled by returning interns. So they're trying to fill like the last 10 to 20% of the spots. So each group might have anywhere from zero to like one or two spots, best case scenario, right? Also, some of that depends on market conditions, right? Like when they hired the summer 2023 intern class, how was the market doing back then? And then how is the market going to be doing around August of this year? A lot of times, given how early these firms are recruiting for their summer internship class, sometimes they're recruiting a year and a half in advance. A lot could have changed. Right. And so that could also affect how many headcount they have. Right. So, like, market conditions deteriorate, the return offer rate is going to be lower in the first place, in which case, like, there's going to be less likely for there to be full time spots. So, lots of factors. But the bottom line is this even if there are spots, some groups will have spots and some groups won't. So, it's not like, oh, it's Goldman Sachs hiring. It's like maybe Goldman Sachs, Goldman TMT is full. Goldman Healthcare is taking one person. Goldman Fig is full. And then Goldman Consumer is taking two people. Okay. So, the reason why I say like networking is even more important is because a lot of times you won't even know which groups are hiring if you haven't networked with the people in that group. A lot of these jobs also don't always get posted on like their career page. Like for summer internships, every single application is always posted, right? Like as long as you're being diligent about checking which applications are up, you'll be able to apply, right? With full time, because they don't need to hire that many people, they don't need to get a ton of resumes, right? So a lot of times they'll just go through their own network where they'll just talk to the people that are already in the group and ask them like, hey, do you guys have any friends or do you know anyone who you've already spoken to that currently works at other places, but will be a good candidate for us. And then they'll just like basically create their can uh, interview pool that way, right? So if you, oh, I have a referral at Goldman Sachs, it's like, which group? Because maybe the person that would refer you that really likes you is not actually in the group that is planning on doing any full-time hiring, in which case he's not gonna be able to help you that much. From a networking standpoint, like you're going to have to cast a much wider net. And depending on how much networking you've already done this time around, when you're recruiting for your junior summer internship, obviously like you want to stay in touch with all the people that you've already spoken to. If you haven't already, definitely update them on the outcome of your recruiting process and let them know where you're going to be going. So like I would send them all a thank you email, you know, tell them how grateful you are for the advice that they gave you when you last spoke, give them an update on where you're going to be going, tell them you couldn't have done this without them, whatever, just like suck up to them a little bit, not in like an over the top way, but then just tell them like, Hey, I would love to stay in touch and hope that we cross paths again at some point in the near future or something like that. Just leave that door open, right? So then that way down the road, you can go back and hit them up again when the time is right, just to check in and see if their group 
happens to be doing any hiring. I would take inventory of like all the people that you've spoken to, what firms do they work at, what groups are they in? Are they someone that you had at least a decent conversation with that you could, you know, probably circle back with later on. When I say places, I mean like specific groups, right? I would basically for every single bank that you're interested in for full-time, I would treat each group at that bank individually as if it's like its own boutique, its own entity, right? So which groups do I not have any contacts at? And then you want to plan that out and see if you can go and try to network with someone in as many groups as possible. Honestly, if I were you, that's what I would be focusing on, not getting another investment-making internship or something like that. Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com slash apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wallstmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.